Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is our West Coast Eagles 2020 season preview. So what we're going to do is go back through 2019 a little bit first, and then we'll get into what's in store for them this year. So 2019 was their premiership defence. 15 wins and finishing fifth. I'm, I'm tempted to say that's a little bit under par for where they wanted to be. Well, I think finishing fifth on the ladder, they weren't too fussed about because as they would have preferred a, a top four. Yeah, absolutely, they were fussed about it. Top four is what they wanted, 100%. Yeah, but, um, you know, once you're in finals, you kind of put that in the back of your mind and try to get the job done. Um, it's, the strange thing for me was they looked less flexible with Nat Nui throughout the season. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, I think that uh, they... Uh, at times, they didn't look as hungry and it looked like they were going through the motions a little. Um, you know, and coming off a of premiership defence, you'd think that they'd be a little bit more uh, animated than that. But, yeah... I, I mean, he, Nick Nat gave plenty back, but um, yeah, it's just a little bit disappointing finishing fifth, which um, says, you know, how they're travelling really, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. disappointing for them. I was pretty stoked. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, they only missed out on top four because they tanked against Hawthorne in uh, round 23, really. Yeah, pretty dumb tanking, I think. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a bit like GWS tanked the grand final. Yeah. I'm not saying it was intentional. I yeah. was just saying they uh, maybe cruised in a little bit too well, much. Well, we'll go through the lows then, and I had that down as one of the lows, but um, also they got uh, a fair old thumping against Sydney and they also lost convincingly at home against Port and Port Hawthorne Sydney there's three teams that weren't really in finals contention much for the year at all yeah I think I might have just shown a bit of uh, West Coast's uh, tendency to fade off mentally throughout the season yeah. uh, and well, not necessarily you know mid-match but there were some times they came out and from the get-go they just looked like they just weren't going to perform that day no pun intended but they were coasting uh, yeah. a little bit yeah. it's just yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we're good enough don't worry about it don't and, worry about and like it. the thing is they're probably right they are good enough but it still takes effort someone's yeah. got to so you got to actually play yeah and especially when it comes down to you know round 23 where Hawthorne had no chance of making finals or yeah. I think you know mathematical chance if they won by 40 goals yeah um at home, they should have romped in, and that would have been yep. not only a top four finish, but momentum into the finals. Yeah, and they really let themselves down there. Yeah, I did find for their whole season, like a lot of times, uh, premiership teams take the next step and they become intimidating. Yeah, West Coast were always a tough team. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but they didn't have that intimidation factor where teams are going, "Oh fuck, we have to play them." Yeah, like uh, they'd be like, "Oh shoot, we have to go over to Perth to play them." But mm. they didn't generally they lost a few at home. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They didn't generally have that. Um, I guess, audaciousness about them. Yeah. Um, or maybe they expected it rather than inflicted it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. mind you, their skill players are fucking oh, amazing of course to watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but they're the lows, um, and really just finishing fifth is the real low for them. Uh, what are the highs for the year for the West Coast Eagles? Uh, smashing Frio twice. Yeah, uh, especially the, the second one. The second one. I mean, to be fair, Frio themselves no fucking phase kicking 219. But end of the day, if your back six gets together and goes, you know what, guys, we let in two goals today. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good. Oh yeah, beers on them. I, I don't think there was another two goal effort all year. I think there was a couple of threes. Um, but uh, so yeah, that's the lowest goal tally um, you've let in for the year. And against the uh, the Crosstown rivals as well, you you got to be happy with that. I think North had a two game game, but uh, I'm not sure. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, that was. Abysmal by Frio, but if you're West Coast, that's just uh, hey, you just keep going. Don't yeah, you? just yeah. keep going. Yeah, I feel like as well for for them, um, they've had a tendency to always have players wanting to come home to them. Yeah, they had good players wanting to come home. Yeah. this year, which obviously makes a <laughs> massive difference because 
every other year it's like, oh, you know, we'll take him, we'll figure it out. Afterwards. Whoever's available. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Now it's like, shit, Tim Kelly wants to come, does he? Well, definitely find a way to make that work. I did like how Freo were trying to get in there too, saying, oh, he wants to come back to WA, wear him in the chance here. And Tim's like, yeah. No, nah. thanks, guys. Nah, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not that interested. Yeah. <laughs> Which, man, it would suck to be them because but, he would be a massive boon to that squad. Without boon to any squad. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, he's a classy player. Um, but without doing any research, I feel like. Uh, when it's a player wants to go home to WA, West Coast always has first dibs. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah. Unless they've got a drug issue. <laughs> and then it seems like Frio's like, eh. Yeah, I'm going to say Frio import, West Coast export yeah. when it comes to that. Um, it, uh, the other high I had for them was the Collingwood in round three because um, that was at the MCG. You know, they Obviously, they uh, beat them in the grand final the year before. But any win at the MCG against uh, another potential top four side is uh, a good day out for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. The downside is they they lost the return leg, so but uh, that's the way it's up, it goes sometimes. Oh, you'd probably also throw in um, the first round of finals, managing to extend Essendon's uh, <laughs> final loss record to fifteen years. Uh, th- th- their final drought, yeah. That's a that's a high for the league, yeah. really. I, I do I very much appreciate uh, West Coast doing that, and uh, you and know, belting too. Yeah, nearly ten goals without getting out of second gear. Yeah, yeah they for, just for a lot of it. They cruised it, which is unfortunate because the next week they cruised it against the Cats too and didn't pay off. Didn't pay off. Um, all right, so uh, that's uh, 2019. That, they'd be disappointed as well in the uh, losing the second week of the finals um, against a side in, in Geelong that you know as good as they were, I thought were gettable. Yeah, um, especially for that West Coast team. But uh, they Geelong made them play their game. Um, yeah, and it worked for them. You know, and if that game was played at Perth Stadium, who knows? Could yeah. have been a very different result. But uh, anyway, so let's look at their off-season, and we've already touched on it. Uh, the big in was uh, Tim Kelly, um, forecasted you know, 12 months earlier. So yeah. it was always on the cards. Uh, they didn't really have to sell the farm to get him. No, uh, they, 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 much, did they? they were pretty clever in their pick swaps and everything. Yeah, yeah, they made it work for them. Yeah, mm. there was a lot, of, uh, a lot of horse trading, but they managed to get the most out of the picks. And let's be honest, if you have to trade your first-round pick uh, and then trade your other round picks for it, because West Coast were coming in at, what, pick uh, 13, 14? So, yeah, it's value. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're not uh, too fussed about uh, what they had to give up for him at all. Um, I, I think generally draft picks are overrated because it's a gamble. I'll take a quality player, especially a quality uh, young player. Take a known quantity. Over a first rounder every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you're talking to a Hawthorne supporter, you know. We, we don't usually rock up for the drafts at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, a first round pick could be a superstar, but one knee injury and they're not the same. Or worse. You they, don't know. Yeah. yeah. They end up uh, fucking off after three years if they're brilliant. Um, they're out, uh, really, only Chris Maston. I mean, they had a bunch of other, you know, rookies and... Yeah, a little bit of movement, but... Um, you know, and players that have... Uh, oh, McInnes played a few, but um, you're not sure. They might have already picked up um, still on their uh, supplementary list if they got space. Yeah. Um, but Chris Maston, you know, 200 odd games. Yeah, good player. Yeah. yeah. It's just time to wrap it up. Serving of the club and all that kind of stuff. Um you know, hopefully he's remembered for more than biting fucking fingers. Anyway, well, you know, I think he got over that. To be honest, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I forgot about it. To be honest, yeah, so yeah. I mean, you know, it's tradition. Was it uh, Chris West who? Chris uh, Chris Lewis. Chris Lewis who started that. So you know. <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, you know, he was he, he copped a fair amount of uh, racism um, towards him. Mm. And, you know, oh, so. I, I find that hard to believe from that era. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad, actually, that Derby actually apologised. I mean, when you get Derby apologising, you know it must have been bad. Yeah, because he's a bit of a cunt. Yeah. Oh, oh you know, his on-field 
uh, persona was a bit of a candy. Offield is actually a decent bloke by all accounts. By all accounts, yeah. Um, all right, let's have a look at 2020 for them. They're double ups for the year. Uh, Port and Frio, they'd be very happy with. Um, but Richmond, Geelong, and Collingwood, uh, that's you know as, as tough as it gets, really. Yeah, I think, those three. Look, I think it might actually be good for them because they can't really coast too much now. There's no yeah. um, rest on your laurels. They're going to be in there and fighting every every game. And I think, yeah, this could be uh, what they need, to be honest. Well, and those three teams are all top four from last year. So yeah. if you're going to make top four, the best way to do it is by beating other teams that yep. want to be top four as well. Good established dominance. Yeah. I think it sort of establishes a rivalry with Geelong as well, with Tim Kelly coming over yep. and with yeah. Geelong uh, you know, kicking out of finals last year. Uh, it's going to be really interesting because, geez, they're a fast squad, West Coast. Yeah, yep. yeah, definitely. Guys like uh, Rioli, Petricelli, yep. uh, Liam Ryan. Uh, yeah. Maybe Excel- not Rioli. Um, yeah. His acceleration is pretty decent. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think he's going to play this year. Oh, yeah, yeah there we is. We sh- probably should have mentioned that in the lows, but I think it's been covered. Yeah. But, yeah, so- but anyway, uh, Petricelli, uh, Liam Ryan, um, Gaffet's got some toe. Yeah. Lewis down back as well. Mm-hmm. There are stories going around about uh, Petricelli looking around, and I'm like, mate, you're mad if you do. No, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He's happy where he is. Yeah. And, you know, you get some players like uh, Shannon Hearns, who may not be quick of toe, but they're very quick with their hands. Yep. Able to find players in a, you know, pretty much a 270-degree yeah. Yeah. Um, radius. I mean, he's just all aerodynamics. <laughs> <laughs> little, uh, not that little, but he's absolute meatball. Yeah. Um, but uh, anything he lacks for pace, he can uh, pinpoint a pass from 50, 60. Mm. So uh, ball in hand, no worries there. Do you reckon uh, for the first few rounds they were still dining out in that last kick? Yeah, of course. Oh, absolutely. Dom Sheed. Why wouldn't you? I don't fucking blame it. If Dom Sheed does nothing else the rest of his life, he's going to be telling that story to his great-grandkids. And uh, made even better by the the camera was perfectly positioned right behind him. He might might adopt a few kids just to tell them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've had an idea of setting up a... I don't know, an extra Reddit account or a Twitter account or something that's uh, drop punt porn. (laughs) It's just, you know, because everything is kick around the corner um, when you've got a, a set shot these days. Yeah. That's just beautiful. It's just a drop punt that goes straight. Oh, you could have Nothing a rivalry with Torp Porn. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but, you know, like with everything, once I get the idea, I'm like, yeah, I'm happy with that idea. Yeah. I don't need to follow through. <laughs> I'm done. But if someone else takes you like, hey, it's my idea. Hey, what if somebody fuck? else did, good on them, mate. I'm, I'm not putting the effort it's in. not the right attitude. <laughs> All right, who's in for a big year at the Eagles this year? Oh, I really want to say Petrocelli. I think he's... Um, About three or four years in now. Yeah, I, I think, think he's, he's going to be 23. Um... And look, he's not getting any slower. No. And he's actually taken the game on even more now. Yeah. He's getting holding the ball a few times, but geez, if you can if you can get him before he has that three step acceleration, he's cactus. But yep. once he's get the gets those three steps, geez, you're doing well to catch him. Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, I reckon it's it's probably might be one of the years where they start passing the torch in their backline. Yeah, and I think Tom Brass is one that's put he put his hand up. I mean, obviously you got McGovern that came in as well. Are they yeah. they going to play him as a key defender? Do the plan I, is? I, I, I still think so. Yeah. So you got like obviously him. You got Hearn, uh, Schofield, who's yeah. obviously uh, obviously Schofield and Hearn have been amazing for West Coast, yeah, but for over ten years each, yeah, I think. But that's the thing is, it's been ten years, yeah. so it's time to to look at who you're getting getting through there. I think with the government coming in, you're gonna look at uh, yeah, Tommy Brass. I think is going to be the man that's going to take over that job. I mean, I'd like to see him, you know, really make inroads to establish himself as the key defender uh, this year. I think Elliot Yo. So I mean, it's easy to pick because he's, oh, he's just been yeah, fucking crazy good. Well, it's a coin toss if he makes all Australian every year. Yeah. You know? 
Um, and yeah, it's very hard playing the game he does to win an All Australian nod. But his inside ball is just so good. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I put down uh, Josh Kennedy as well, which is a bit silly because considering he's won what, three or four Coleman's, whatever mm, it is. Yeah. But I did feel like last year he never really got going um, because of his, uh, I think his ankles. Yeah, he had uh, uh, injury concerns. Like yeah. He still played most games, but he was still working himself in all the time. Um, and I feel like uh, from what I've seen in the offseason, he hasn't been that interrupted. Um, so if he's fully fighting fit, um, with Jack Darling as well. I think he, he can threaten for the Coleman again uh, yeah. and give yep. it a, a real good shake. Oh, his, his goal sense is second to none. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember oh, it would have been while he was coming back from injury, I think, and he just sort of walked out on the park from the sheds, kicked it before the fence, yeah. and it's just bent around, gone through the goals. You're like, oh, fuck off. Especially with Tim Kelly in the middle, you know, there's an extra option um, mm. moving through midfield, which means more opportunity. And what is really underrated with uh, Josh Kennedy is his left foot. He was very, very confident um, right. on it and doesn't rely on, you know, he doesn't need to get back on his right. He's very, very good on his left. I mean, the, um, um, which is the more only, options. The only problem is that uh, Ben Brown's kind of taken his thunder a bit in the last couple of years with the run uh, up. With the run up. Because it used to be everyone was pointing to his run up in the little stutter step, and now they're just talking about Ben Brown's coming from three suburbs back. Well, well, he's trying to run with flippers on. Makes <laughs> it hilarious. Um, and the thing with Josh Kennedy is he his run up changes every time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben he's, Brown's never changes. Yeah. <laughs> but they're both fucking accurate. Yeah. so let him go. Exactly. Whatever. Uh, I like that too. They're going. You know what, mate? Well, fuck it. Whatever. Whatever works. If you've got go a full for forward who's kicking like three to one goals to points, yeah, and they decide to you know suck their own testicle before they run up, you fucking let them do it. <laughs> Good on them, man. If that's what they can do. If they're that flexible. The uh, hey, if, if that's their routine, fucking run with it. Uh, who's on the outer at Eagles? <laughs> uh, Adam Simpson. I hate, I hate to see the, the NAB mini AFL kids doing that one on the on the commercials. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cardinal Pell wouldn't. Um, yeah. No, I, I think... You no know, chance on Adam Simpson at all. So, who's <laughs> no. on the outer? No, I, I think um, probably the bloke who told Willie really, really Rioli that he could use Gatorade. <laughs> um, Willie's in big trouble. Uh, I don't care what the West keeps saying. Willie's dumb as shit. Um, he, I fully agree. He's probably just dumb thing. Like, yeah, that is dumb as shit. He didn't think, but he should know better. And there's no there's no other excuse. When it first broke, I'm like, oh fuck, this sounds like uh, you know the oil change from yeah. um, um, Blue Mountain State. No, uh, no reference. Uh, it's um, American football uh, college comedy sort of right. thing. Fucking raw. But um, the bloke shows how you do an old change, like put a catheter in your ball. You, right, you know, okay, okay. Switch the urine out and bang, off you go. And I'm like, geez, it's might have been one of those sophisticated things. He's like, no, no he just grabbed a Gatorade. yellow Gatorade, poured it into samples. <laughs> well, there is a little bit of uh, bad news for him, I think. And that's, uh, you know, the Chinese swimmer. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Sun, Sun Yang, Yang? Yeah. who got... Eight years, yeah. but that was smashing vials and and quite, yeah, um, yeah very different because that was very very and that deliberate. Was his, um, second positive too, I think something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that was the absolute maximum. Yeah, but what it says is that's what um, well, and, Asada and Wada go for yeah. is the maximum. When China well, kind of has form with that sort of yeah, shit. yeah. That is, yeah. I'm not suggesting Willie's going to get eight years, but they still didn't take his medal though. <laughs> no, not yet. Nah, you're good. Um, Keep it. I'm I'm saying Sam that, looking at it. Uh, I don't think we'll see Willie again. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but he could just come back as like, um, you know, another Rioli. Rioli. Everyone be like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but you can't have two Riolis in the one team. That just doesn't no, work. Yeah, it's never, yeah, it's a... Well, it wouldn't be. It'd be like, all right, uh, we've parted away to Willie. All right, see you, mate. He walks out the door, runs yeah. around the back. Here's, 
Dicky Rioli. <laughs> Dicky Rioli. Yeah, boys, looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing the, wearing the same number as uh, my old mate. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah in, in honour of Willie. Yeah, 44. <laughs> um, I also put down Schofield just because of age. Um, there's nothing with wrong with his output, but... Um, yep. it, like you said, Brenton, there's a, a passing of the torch at some stage. Yeah. What about Tom Hickey? I mean, obviously, not his first year in there. You got Nanui coming back. Do you reckon they... I, I think if they still had Vardy... Pretty young blood in there? Yeah. Uh, it, it, they just need a second Ruckman. Yeah. You know, just in case. Uh, there is a youngster Ruckman as well, don't they? Well, Hickey's kind of youngsterish. In- Oh, I think he's about 25 now. Yeah, which is younger really? than Ruckman these younger days. Than I it's probably once they get oh, into it. Was he at the Check it. I'm, I'm not 100% on it yet. Probably at the Saints for about four years, I reckon. And he yeah. had a, a couple of breakout Actually, games. Actually, yeah, that's right. Saints went through a lot of Ruckman in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, 29. Oh, is he really? Yeah. He's much older than I thought. Yeah, fuck. There you go. Uh, he's fucked then. <laughs> um, and uh, the last thing we always mention is uh, how much pressure is a coach under? Well, Adam Sins is under none because he signed a new contract last year. Mm. Yeah. Thank and, you, uh, North Melbourne. Yeah. Well, yeah, fucking sorted him out and Longmire. But I think if Freer were doing better, he'd be under more pressure. But, yeah, yeah, but they suck. Yeah. So uh, they yeah. just sack their coach. Yeah, yeah. And after they've given him a fucking touch up twice, yeah. like if you're a West Coast supporter, you want a premiership every damn year. Of course, yeah. you do. But uh, giving Freer an absolute hiding and um, having their trophy cabinet still look as empty as Woolworths uh, toilet paper aisle, and uh, you, you live off that. They, in fact, they, they through. They won a flag the year before. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yep. under absolutely no wishes so, you know, whatsoever. All, all the West Coast supporters over in WA going to work, not worried about the free supporter giving them shit. Yeah. Because, uh, geez, you can throw back fuck tons of stuff. <laughs> yeah, as yeah. per the usual. Yeah, and plus, you know, most of the West Coast fans aren't, uh, or they have jobs, so that's, <laughs> why, that's why they don't see the free supporters. All right. So 2019, they had 15 wins and finished fifth. So, Brenton, where have you got them finishing in 2020? Got them making a bit of a comeback, uh, pushing themselves up to second in the end result. I feel like, yeah, they still had that potential last year. They yeah. sat the laurels a bit, and I feel like they would have got a swift kick up the ass in this yeah. offseason and really, you know, uh, change the attitude around. Yeah. I think they realise how tough it is at the, the top four position now, and especially with a flag. Not taking it for granted. Yeah, yep. Um, and obviously, premiership window smashed wide open. Yeah, yeah and like, all you do is look at Geelong, think how many flags they should have won on paper. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Josh, where you got the Eagles finishing 2020? I think um, the modern game is so much about rebound off halfback at the moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. And their ability to put pace into that rebound off halfback yep. is second to none. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to be as lazy this year. Yep. So I can see them finishing top. Yeah. I reckon they'll put a hurting on the, the teams that are a bit less pacey. Yep. And they'll, you know, just run ragged the teams that decide they want to play the uh, keep keep away game. Um, and uh, minor premiership finish means they're, you know, odds on to make the grand final then, don't they? Really? Yep. Yeah, and look, whoever's there, they'll give it a shake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got them finishing second as well. So all of us have got them in the top two, which means two home finals. Yep. Um, they're going to be very, very hard to beat. And the stadium they've got there now too, it's the best in the country mm. uh, for pure facilities. Obviously, there's nothing compared to the atmosphere of the G. Nothing compared to the G. But... Um, they're turning it into that elite sporting arena. What I like about it is it's not a it's not as unique um, playing area like yeah, yeah, Subiaco yeah. used to be. Yeah, because I was you know so narrow on the wings and, and uh, teams could uh, get mm. um, if they had to play a different style over there. It's very very close to the MCG, which means on the other side of it, when they go to the MCG, they're not as uh, it's not as foreign to them. But yeah. remember. Uh, the hot games at Subi where they'd have the the ice bath or the old uh, rented a cooler bar trailer yeah. for players to jump in. The new well, one has like state of the art um, HVAC systems yeah. and all that sort of shit. Well, but you can imagine it'll be like uh, you know a bit of a flick of a fuse and 
the visiting team's like, hey, our, our climate control's gone off. Oh, yeah, sorry, we, mate. Yeah. Uh, we've called a bloke. He's going to come in. I mean, they are still complaining about the hardness of the track, but I, I feel like what's this third year, fourth year in? Yeah. They're going to start sorting that out, I think. Yeah. Um, but there we go. Uh, top two finish all around for West Coast Eagles from us. Yep. Yeah. Been a good season. Yeah. Good Peace. luck.